handshake. Man, <laughs> we should have shot this episode at the Grey Method and we all could have made handshakes. I don't know why we're doing yo, this online I'm, anymore. Yo, we're, you know we're what? Gonna create a handshake and send them a video, bro. That's <laughs> yeah, when COVID's over, let's all go to Grey Method. We're all gonna make a handshake and we'll post it. Yo, we're gonna wait until the freaking uh, COVID's over, bro. Let's take our face shields and just post up a Grey Method. <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> we'll bring them. We'll bring the face shield. We'll come in. Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of the PT3 podcast with your co-hosts Prab, Michael, and Walid. Guys, feel free to introduce yourselves. What's up, guys? Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> and we have again. a we have a very special guest today, and his name is Gavin. Feel free to introduce yourself. Hey everyone, thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, my name is Gavin, and I am the co-founder of uh, Gray Method, a massage and physiotherapy clinic here in Mississauga. Awesome. Um, Gavin, so first of all, thanks a lot for joining us, man. Um, I think super excited. Super excited. I think it's a topic that not a lot of people get a chance to to hear about, uh, especially as grad students in the healthcare field. I think we neglect the business side. We were just talking about this before we started the, the episode, but we tend to forget the business side of the field that we're in. And you know, entrepreneurship is such a big and overwhelming topic for all of us, especially if we've never had any any experience with, with the field of business. And uh, we just love to hear your insights on your experiences with entrepreneurship in the healthcare field. So the first thing we wanted to ask you is, what is the Gray Method and what was your motivation to open the Gray Method? So feel free to go ahead with that. Sure. Um, so we actually get that question quite often, you know, why call it uh, Gray Method? So it started with uh, my business partner, uh, Paulo. He's one of our lead RMTs at the clinic. Um, and he's been an RMT, he's been an RMT for about four to five years now. And, you know, he developed a business plan and had a vision. And so we went to high school together and we've kept in touch ever since. And he reached out to me and he said, you know, Gavin, I have this idea. Can you help me, you know, crunch some numbers? Can we talk about this? And so, you know, we're at Second Cup and we're talking about this and, you know, we really start gravitating toward this. We really start envisioning what this can be. And uh, as we connect to kind of understand, you know, what our end goal is, we you know, we take a risk. And the the name was one of the first things that we established. And what we wanted to achieve with that name is we've seen that the practice for massage and physiotherapy been very black and white for a very long time. And we really want to bridge our treatments together. We, we want to bridge physiotherapy, we want to bridge massage therapy um, in our treatments. And, and so we, you know, by nature, try to get into that gray area of treatment, go where um, you know, where the the industry hasn't really gone before. And that's why when you walk into the clinic, one of the first things you see on our wall is create the future of therapy. And we truly believe that we're trying to do something different. And uh, in our treatment, in our mindset, you know, how we approach uh, uh, different challenges that we see in our patients every day. So uh, we, we got together, we uh, started... Uh, Great method, and uh, here we are today, uh, just completing our first month, first official month of operations, and so hopefully to 
aiming to continue and build off of the momentum into the next uh, foreseeable future. That's that's amazing, man. Um, so so one of the things that I noticed was um like before this entire like podcast started, like I I heard you just speaking about this clinic, and I heard the the passion that you have behind your project, you know, the Green Method. What I want to ask is like, why did you specifically go after a PT clinic or like a PT or massage therapy clinic? Like, was it just because of your connection to Paulo or like what appealed to you, the business model itself? Or do you really like, was it like, I believe in the practice itself and therefore I'm invested? It's, it's funny that you say that because my whole life I've always believed, you know, you got to just do a job for the sake of doing a job. You know, you're, you're here to provide for your family, you know, just do, you know, just get a job, you know. Mm-hmm. But then I I started working at Gray Method and I found that you can actually be very, very passionate about what you do, that it doesn't have to be a job. You know, I'm right now I'm uh, helping a lot with behind the scenes, with uh, dealing with a lot of the finance of the, the company and also kind of hands-on right now because it is the very early stages of our business. And so working the front desk and I, I see a patient come up after they're done, they're cashing out and they're like, Gavin, I feel so relieved. And I feel so fulfilled hearing that, even though I had nothing to do with that treatment or experience, you know, that's hundred percent credit to our, our fantastic team. But I feel, I felt so fulfilled and I feel like, you know, innately my personality, I've always liked to, you know, make people laugh or help people. And so here I found an extension to kind of, to do that and you know i really truly feel that we're making an impact in people either you know physically or mentally because we're alleviating that pain as well so i think for me i truly believe in our in our, our approach and our business model i i love our mindset and our collective as a team where it's really really focused on customer and client service excellence it's focused on hands-on treatment uh you know building a relationship you know and establishing that trust first uh, proving ourselves through our our, our, our treatment methods, and uh, you know, it's 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 that experience from the get go, right? Someone walks in, I'm I'm offering our patients, like, you know, would you like a, a bottle of water? Would you like an espresso? Some treats? Because you know, for us, it's 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 a holistic experience, right? It's not just when you get to the, you know, get into the room and you close the door. It's right as soon as they enter, you know, you greet them. You know, with a smile under your mask, unfortunately, but you know, I'm smiling. I'm just, I just got my mask over it, and uh, you know, you, you, you build a relationship, right? And uh, you gotta kill a smile too, bro. You gotta kill. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And so, uh, it's, it's, it's really about um, making our customers feel valued and 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 truly, you know, making that experience special from from the entrance to the to the treatment all the way to the to the rebooking. For, for their next visit. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's that's amazing to hear because I think you were mentioning that you you almost assume the role of a front desk receptionist. I mean, that right there shows your dedication to what you're doing and the amount of fulfillment and happiness that on, just assuming that role as a receptionist gives you because you're, you're, you see that this practice is not, it extends beyond just the technicalities and and all the stuff that the massage therapists do, but you you really care about and tailor the customer experience so it's very, very client-centered, which is 
one of the things that we we learn a lot about in our school so kudos to you man that's amazing oh it's 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 huge like i'm like when i i'm excited to pass this role on to you to to someone because it will free up a lot of my time but you know i'm not going to just give it away to someone who's just going to be like oh hey Walid. oh yeah your appointment sent you take a seat you know that's not what we have here at great method i want you to to, to, to catch up with Walid. Hey Walid, you know, how is XYZ going? I know when we last spoke, you know, this is what's happening. Any plans for the weekend? I want you to, to have a, a conversation, you know, uh, talk to our patients, build a relationship. I, uh, when, I, when I come in, I, I pick up right where we left off in our last conversation, right? It's, it's a key skill to have. And it, it, it totally changes the mood of our patients when, uh, you know, when someone comes in there and is able to, to, to have a great conversation. For, you know, some people don't want to have a conversation and that's also a skill to have to understand and be able to quickly read a room and understand where, you know, this person's here just to get treatment. That's awesome. That's totally fine too. But if someone wants to have a conversation out there to to, to, to entertain and, and to keep them busy until uh, their their patient uh, or their, their therapist is ready. Mm -hmm. It's amazing, man. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, I do want to take a little bit of a step back here um, before I go into the next question. Um, I want to speak a little bit, if you're comfortable, Gavin, just, I want to speak just a little bit about your background um, and some of the experiences you had before you opened a clinic. Um, so do you not mind sharing a little bit about uh, what you do um, at the clinic day to day uh, and full time, just to give the audience kind of an encompassing picture of some of, the other, some of your other experiences? So I work at uh, KPMG right now. It's uh, it's uh, one of the big four audit firms. Uh, and so I am a full-time accountant. So I do that as my full-time job. Um, and so basically how we've worked it out is um, I've been luckily been able to get a couple of Fridays off uh, since we've opened. And so my commitment at the clinic uh, from a hands-on perspective is usually you know, Tuesdays and Thursday. Tuesday and Thursday, I close up the shop. So I come in right after work around five, and I'll and I'll close. And Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm pretty much there all day, which is great because that's one of our busier days during the week. And um, outside of that, I I come home and I focus on our our business plan. I focus on strategy. What what are we doing next? And I also you know do our day to day accounting as well for the clinic, uh, reconciling our our figures at the end of each week, making sure we're on track for our, our goals and our budgets uh, for, for the month and communicating with Paulo and saying, hey, you know, we need to do X, Y, Z, or we need to push because, you know, we're falling short or, or we're on track or, you know what, pat on the shoulder, we're, we're a bit ahead of what we anticipated. So um, it's, it's funny because entrepreneurship is like a seven day, seven day gig. It's, you know, even if I'm not there at the clinic, there's so much to do, man. It's, uh, but it's funny because it's so exciting. I love to do it. Like I, I'm like, I, I'm constantly thinking about it. Um, and, um, I'm just so excited about it because there's so much to do. And I see the, the service that people are getting and the feedback that I'm getting from patients that, you know, they love it. They finally found their go-to therapist. They finally found their, their go-to place. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And uh, I want to just continue to spread that word. And I, I want to continue to to build our brand. And I think that's my focus now is building the brand. Um, I think you, 
you know, if you look at, you know, uh, different types of uh, successful brands, that I hate to, you know, throw this example because it's, it's completely left field, but, uh, you know, you look at OVO, right? It's, uh, it's, a, it's a, you know, they make music, but they've, what they've done is they've developed a brand. You know, they have clothing. They've, they've, established, they've established a, a, a status level to what they do. And now it's like, you know, pretty much whatever OVO touches is gold, right? And so, you know, when you look at a clinic and what I want to do is I want to establish a brand. I want to establish, create a level of expectation where you, when you come to Gray Method, you have this mentality where I'm going to re receive the highest level of service because it's Gray Method. What do you expect? Mm -hmm. That You know what? That's awesome. I love the message you just gave. And just from the way you're speaking about Gray Method and your motives um, shows how passionate you are about your clinic and wanting to help other people. And what's awesome and why I was really excited to have you on is that you're not a PT and that's, that's awesome. I think it's great um, that you're an accountant, you are full-time at KPMG, which is, I know, a really big accounting firm. So that takes up a lot of your time that you put time aside and you found something that you're passionate about to do outside of accounting and to spend those extra times on the weekends to work and build something that you're passionate about because you know, typically you would hear other healthcare professionals or PTs opening a PT clinic, but it's not every day you hear an accountant opening a clinic. So I think it's awesome that you are doing this and you seem, you are very passionate about Gray Method. I think we oh, need some more of that, which is awesome. <laughs> no, um, no, thank yes. you. No, I really, I really like the message you gave. Yeah. Um, so just going off that now, now that we know a little bit more about the background, which which is good, I wanted to ask what were some of your challenges or failures that you faced uh, opening Gray Method? For sure. And so um, I got to give a lot of, you know, right off the cuff, uh, a big shout out and, and, you know, to my business partner, Paulo. I mean, you know, there's no way we could have been anywhere where we are today without uh, him, you know. The one thing I learned about uh, my business partner is that, you know, he's a, he's a, an absolute perfectionist. I mean, like, he cannot put something forward until unless he's 100% behind it. And so I think, you know, when people walk in, they're really blown away by the aesthetics of our clinic. And, you know, from little things like, oh, wow, look, you have barn doors, you have you know, you got this space and it's it's really like a black and white concept. And, you know, it, it was really, you know, uh, my business partner who has that, that, that vision that really uh, executed. But that led to one of our challenges where, you know, when we uh, got the keys, we got the permit, you know, we're on track to be uh, opening, you know, end of April, May, and then obviously COVID. And so I think that's one of our uh, not so obvious uh or sorry, obvious uh, challenges while opening up the clinic. But one of the bigger challenges was when we opened up the place, you know, there was nothing in it. It was a completely empty unit. Uh, so we had to do everything from the floors to build the rooms to, you know, painting everything. And usually when you do something like this, you have a, uh, like a project manager or general contractor who finds you subcon like finds you contractors you or you have an interior designer. So we skipped a lot of those steps. We we did a, we undertook everything on our own. 
And uh, that meant a lot of learning. You know, what's, because it is a medical unit, you got to take a step back and you got to really make sure that you're hitting off all the requirements for uh, such a unit. And it's not as easy as, okay, let me just build five rooms. You, it's, there's a lot of, it's a lengthy process to get your permits, to get your permits approved. Um, you know, it was great because uh, a lot of the inspectors who, who inspected our unit to approve us for our drywall, electrical, our plumbing, you know, they saw us as a couple of young guys and, you know, they really took us under their wing and, and you know, guided us along the process, which was, you know, we're very, very grateful for. But it was a it was a learning me and follow. We're not experts with respect to um, how to make sure that your handicap washer meets all of its uh, requirements from a, a building perspective. But we had to figure that out. You know, we had to read drawings. We had to learn how to, to do that. We had to find contractors. Uh, project manage was crazy as uh, COVID was coming up. You know, a lot of people were backing out for sure for 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 very very honorable reasons. I mean, it's a global pandemic. People weren't sure, but you know, we were uh, on a mission and we didn't really want the train to 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 derail. Uh, you know, and that led to a couple of people kind of being like, you know, we were still working and being like, hey, you know, are you guys, you know, should you guys still be working? Uh, we really tried to keep everything safe. I mean, um, there was only like a, three people at a time ever, just the contractor if, and the, and their partner, if anything, and then me and Paulo kind of lending a hand. And so we really try to stay focused, to take our time with certain things. But, you know, when it came to interior designing, it was really up to us. And I'll never forget the funniest story is when we – we painted our, our doors. We have five treatment rooms, so we painted five barn doors white. These doors are so heavy. So, you know, taking them, putting it down, painting it was, I was going to need a massage after that for sure. So, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, we paint all these doors, we put them back on, and, you know, it's like midnight. We, you know, we're eating some pizza, closing up shop for the day, heading home. I, you know, I take a shower. I checked my phone around 1.30. Paulo's like, what about black? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I guess we're repainting these doors. And wow. so there was a lot of trials and error, man. Like we painted walls two, three times. We we bought things that we didn't end up using because, you know, for us, we wanted this to look perfect. We wanted it to be as aesthetically, you know, pleasing because if our service is going to be at such a high level, our appearance has to be at that level too. We nothing can fall short. There's no room for for satisfactory here. So uh, the challenge with the delay in opening our business, the challenge with uh, taking on a lot of responsibility with the renovation process onto our own shoulders, um, really uh, put us uh, a bit back of where we wanted to go. But you know, uh, it's it's a mentality game, right? It's you know. Uh, taking a deep breath and there's days where you're like you know is this gonna happen or you know you I, I I'm very thankful for my my fiance my family to supported me through throughout the whole process because it's a it's it's a bit of a scary undertaking and, and honestly being an accountant you know being probably one of the most risk adverse kind of people it was a big jump for me to uh, to open something up but but uh, boy do I not regret it at all. Uh, it is an amazing time. I love every minute I spend at the clinic, and it is uh, one of the things that I'm extremely, extremely passionate about. Man, I really respect 
that that mentality man the mentality of um of patience like i feel like whenever people think about oh i'm gonna open a clinic or things like that i don't think people realize how much actually goes into it and for you you actually took on even more to make sure that like you said you don't want anything to be satisfactory you don't want to let anything be um just mediocre just okay you want everything to be as best as it can be and i think that's like really hard to do especially when you're just starting to get into the field of like entrepreneurship i'm opening a clinic it's very hard to figure out how can i stand out how can i uh, achieve more than just the bare minimum you know what i mean so uh, i really respect uh your mindset with that and i just wanted to ask you um how are some what are some ways besides the aesthetic of course which we talked about but what are some other ways that you've explored and found successful in terms of being different and unique from other clinics how how do you um make gray methods stand out personally for sure and so i think uh there might be a couple pieces to this but the first piece that comes to mind is uh the recruitment process uh it's building our team we've taken the time to really really i mean you know we we weren't even open yet but we were we knew what we were going to deliver we knew the service that we wanted to achieve and i think a lot of our therapists have a unique background and i think that flows into your treatment a lot of them are personal trainers a lot of them are are um some of the one of them is a yoga instructor it's it's really great because when you when you become two dimensional three di- three dimensional you understand how your body moves you understand you know someone comes in because you know their their lower back hurts or their their shoulders hurt when they when they squat or when they shoulder press or or when they bench and you know a pt can understand that movement they and it it, it really um improves and elevates that that treatment process and that treatment plan and so i think you know first you know our therapists and i i stand behind everyone at at great method as one of the um you know elite massage physiotherapists you know very very uh highly skilled highly passionate you know they love what they do and i i see them coming in and you know uh we're we're on track to slowly building up handshakes. I'm trying to build a like you know like you know in the NBA you got everyone's got a handshake with everyone. So that's my I'm trying to mm-hmm. trying to get a yeah. I'm trying to get a handshake going with everyone. You know build that that, that. Um, you know pump it up right before that's you awesome. you start your you start your day. Um, the second thing is building a brand, right? I think you know you look at a lot of physio and massage clinics and it's just like it's just bland. You know what I mean they look bland. You know I think what we're trying to be. You know, we're definitely going for that. You know, that modern, that you know, that very, very different look. With you know, I want someone to walk in and be like, "Wait, am I in the right place?" Yeah, yeah, you are. This is great method. This is what the future is going to look like, right? And that's what I'm trying to set with that. And I think lastly, man, it's it comes down to the emphasis on on customer uh, and client service excellence, right? Like, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. We don't have a, a secret our treatment you know what i mean we don't have a secret we don't know something that uh the rest of the world doesn't know right and neither does the physio or the massage therapy clinic next door so what can you do to set yourself apart right it's how you approach people it's 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 all you right you as a the therapist make that difference right with with how you you treat people how you talk to people building that relationship building that trust It, it it totally comes down to uh, the experience that person has with you, and so when you 
uh, I, I was mentioning this uh, to my business partner is, so we have uh, 15 minute breaks after every treatment. Uh, we, we feel that that's an appropriate amount of time to fully sanitize your, your room and get the therapist ready and prepared for uh, the next patient. But I love it when my, my therapists are running late because that's, you know, like I, that's music to my ears because that means, you know, for example, when, you know, one of our therapists is giving his treatment or she's giving her treatment, they're not looking at the time. They're not looking at the, you know, uh, am I on time or not? They're fully engaged and submerged to their treatment and to uh, uh, what what they're doing. And, and so that, that to me speaks uh, huge amounts of volumes to the, the excellence of the service that, uh, these guys are providing, and I think that's what's going to slowly set us apart because our our patients are going to be like, you know, these guys are invested in me. They're listening to my problems. They're not just tossing me into a room and and putting some some modalities on me and be like, I'll catch you guys in fifteen minutes and and coming back and be like, yeah, yeah, you're you're all set to go. It's, it's, that's not the experience that you're going to have here at Bridge Method. It's 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 very very one on one. It's hands on. We're listening and we're going to be agile and, and uh, do our best to to get to the root cause and build a plan that's going to mitigate those uh, those factors that's contributing to that root cause. Mm-hmm. Um, man, yo, that's amazing. Um, I like how, how you describe like one of the things that make you unique or different from other clinics is your process of, you know, handpicking um, the therapist that kind of fit into this great method vision that you and uh, Paulo have created. So especially with, I'm sure like Paulo, since he's so like specific and very hands-on, what we want to, what we wanted to ask you next was like, how did, how did, what kind of criteria are you almost looking for in terms of when you're building your team? So it fits the vision that you have for the clinic. So what kind of characteristics are you looking for? Are you, are you looking for that person that's very passionate? kind of thing yeah. do you want to yeah no absolutely i i think discussing what a what a good therapist looks like is is important because i feel like uh you know it's not it's, it's it's not very common to run into therapists right you know you know how many physios do you go through in your lifetime not that many right so mm-hmm. um setting that standard might be a bit difficult but to be uh, a great therapist well for us it's because we had a certain approach kind of established in our mindset and in our clinic uh, we hope that our therapists kind of fit that kind of mindset. And so, you know, for example, like we don't, the only kind of equipment that we have in our clinic is uh, a heating pack that we use sometimes to warm up our patients that, that are a bit cold before we start, you know, digging our elbows and digging our, our hands into them. Um, we have a, a gym equipment, of course, you know, for our exercises and corrective exercise area. But, um, you know, so having a therapist that has that mindset as well. Um, which is is, a, is fantastic because that aligns us and the therapist. I think mm-hmm. and um, critical thinking is huge because yeah. you know in your field, every day is is absolutely going to be totally different. There's no you know there's no black and white to um, how you approach uh, your treatment. So you got to be able to critically think and be like you know someone says hey I have neck pain okay like. I, I need you, your lights to be flashing. I need you to be going right in your head. Okay, boom, 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 boom. This is what's, this is, you know, things got to be flowing right away, you know, in your head. And that comes down to critical thinking, right? It's so important, right, to have that skill. Uh, because 
you know, I'm sorry, but, you know, it's not going to be super clear cut in the real world, right? You've got to be able to, pick, you know, quickly think on your feet. I think uh, customer service, again, I, I'm sorry for always going back to this, but it's so huge, right? Because there's such a business aspect to this, right? You have to be able to to remember that you're not only a health provider, that you're an entrepreneur. So you've got to understand what it's like to build a relationship, to build trust and ultimately close a sale, right? Because you're selling them on a treatment plan, right? So it's imperative that you um, are able to showcase your skill through your uh, uh, your treatment methods. You're able to, to educate and let your patient know this is what your plan is and this is what you're you're doing. And, and then from there, be able to to go and uh, close a sale and be able to develop a plan moving forward. Yeah, um, it, it just just a quick um, random question that almost popped into my head too. There's there's this one time I was looking at your guys' story because you guys do have an Instagram page. I noticed that you guys sometimes get together in the morning or sometime in the day and you guys just write down quotes or something that you guys just kind of almost center your energy around like do you want do you mind tell like commenting on that a little bit yeah so you know we <laughs> we have a whiteboard that that we have in the clinic and i encourage some of the therapists to to write uh quotes and uh, uh you know just set the tone for the today like what's what's our what's uh, what's uh, what's our motive for today because you know what i ask the therapist is you know when you're treating one of the things that we were reflecting a lot is um you know what is your intention, right? When your hands are moving, when 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 you're when you're going into to treating someone, what's your intention? What are you trying to achieve with that? And so it starts off with your mindset, right? What's your intention today? What's your where where is your head at? What is the game plan uh, for today? But you know, Willie, you bring up a good point because you know what I mentioned is one of our pillars of what I think our competitive advantage is is our therapists, and so yeah. I I hope. You know, for our therapists, I want this to be a community for them, you know, uh, an opportunity for them to not only, you know, come in, treat and then leave. That, that's not that's not my goal either. You know, I want I want to create a culture at Great Method where, you know, I can uh, not be personally, but a therapist can turn to Paulo and be like, hey, Paulo, what's your approach to lower back pain? You know, what, what's what, what's your what's your uh, your thoughts on on X Y Z and and be able to bounce ideas off of each other, create a culture where we're also learning as therapists. You know, uh, last week we closed up shop. Uh, you know, we we brought a a, a bed outside um, into the to the workout area, and I jumped on it. Paula was like, "Okay, guys, this is some of the techniques I use for this." And some of the therapists were like, "Wow, that feels amazing!" And you learn from each other. Right? Because I want the, I want our therapist to be to to be as you know empowered by great method as I am empowered by that. Right? It's it's a two way street. I, I I think you you really got to understand how important your your therapists are, and you got to value them as as individuals. Like for me, it's not like you know go 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 get as many appointments and get as many bookings. No, it's it's the quality of the treatment. Right? Quantity. Is will come eventually, but the focus should be the quality, right? Like that's that's the most important thing, right? So uh, I I hope I hope to establish that culture. I love that man. Like one of the things that they kind of drive home for us, like when we're in school, is this interprofessional kind of relationship. But I think what you're trying to achieve, your whole philosophy, this great method, is like a mixing of black and white, bringing it all together as one, is really. 
and the culture creation, like, you know, the morning rituals of like getting the quotes together, get everyone's head in the same direction and, and encouraging that conversation. It's, it's, it's amazing, man. Um, it, it feels like there's no like leaks of energy. Like you guys are very just like focused. It's amazing. Really, really mm -hmm. amazing what you're, what you're able to achieve there, man. Oh, for sure. And, and, and it goes a long way. The, you know, our, if our therapists are in a great mindset and they're feeling it, they're pumped. You know, guess what? Our patients are going to have amazing treatments for the rest of the day. So if I get to contribute to helping, you know, from if it's, you know, a pregame handshake to determining the quote of the day or, or making sure that my, my therapist got their coffee in the morning, I'll do that because I know that's going to feed and translate to their treatments. And, you know, they're, they're, they're one of the big pillars on what's going to make us successful. So I'm going to do anything I can to make sure that they're feeling comfortable, happy and motivated every day. That's, Yo, man, that's awesome. if you were doing this in person, man, yeah. all I know is that try to, I try to establish a handshake with you right now, man. God. Yeah, man, we should have <laughs> done this podcast. I love that. That, I love that. that Your that. energy is just, like, amazing, man. Like, that's uh, good for you, bro. <laughs> There's another unique feature, the handshake. Man, <laughs> we should have shot this episode at the Grey Method, and we all could have made handshakes. I don't know why we're doing yo, this um, online yo, anymore. We're, you know we're what? We don't handshake and send them a video, bro. That's <laughs> yeah, when COVID's over, let's all go to Grey Method. We're all gonna make a handshake and we'll post it. Yo, post we're on gonna wait until the freaking uh, COVID's over, bro. Let's take our face shields and just post up at Grey Method. <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> we'll bring them. We'll bring the face shield. We'll come in, gloves and everything. <laughs> Gotta be safe. Stay safe out there, everyone. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome um it shows that you guys have a really clear message and a clear vision for the clinic um and it really shows just in the way you speak about your clinic um and what you want the experience of your patients to be like which i think is awesome um so just going off that um i was just wondering what advice would you give to I guess I was going to say physios, but almost anybody, um, since you're coming from an accounting background and there's lots of different, you know, there's people from all different backgrounds. So what type of advice would you give anyone that's thinking about opening uh, a clinic since you've had this experience? Yeah. So I think the, the first thing is you really got to spend a lot of time on your, your business model. Um, you know, Physiotherapy, massage therapy, any business—it's not—it's not—it's not easy to just open up. You really gotta understand who you are, your identity, what's gonna make you stand out, and, and there's a, an abundance of things to consider. From how do you plan to finance it to um, you know location, you know, and and you know I think you should never compromise on anything like. Oh, you know what? This is what I had in mind, but this is cheaper. So let me go through with that. Like then you've already lost your identity. You know what I mean? You've already diminished mm -hmm. some. There, there's things that you cannot uh, sacrifice on. There's things that you know what? Sure, this this works fine, but there's there's things that I'll never compromise um, on. But I think first is like you really really gotta nail down your business plan, right? Like that's that's really gotta you know you have to have a an approach. You gotta have uh, a brand you got to have a mentality because you know when you're opening a business it's it's just more than a treatment right it's just more than that 30 minutes or one hour that you have with the patient it's a you got to look at it from a holistic bird's eye uh view i think the second thing is you know i i gave 
my shout out to my business partner, but your business partner is huge. You know, um, just because you guys are friends or just because, you know, this is your day one, doesn't mean he's, he or she is going to be your business partner because opening a business is not easy. You got to tell your partner or you got to tell your team sometimes not the greatest news or if it, you know, you got to have disagreements because, uh, and you got to trust that that person is coming from uh, a place of, you know what, this is what I think is the best for the business. So your business partner is huge. And I, I, I'm very thankful for my business partner. Uh, Paulo is uh, not only an exceptional RMT in his service, but he truly understands the business side of, uh, of the practice. And, you know, it speaks to his treatments and the following that he's been able to uh, build for the last few years. Uh, so very thankful for that. So, you know, really understand your business model. Uh, it's not an easy thing to do. So if you think if you bang out your business model in a day, uh, rip it up because it's that's not how it works. It's, it takes it, it took Paulo, you know, a few years to kind of really figure out who he is and what he's able to do and like what's going to make him different. And because if you don't establish that, it's going to see through in your business. I've, I've seen clinics rebrand, you know, you know, and th there's nothing wrong with that, but that means that you started something that you've realized that you're not a hundred percent confident in and you had to, you know, rejuvenate. And so, you know, I, I really think it's great to start off consistently. Um, and one last takeaway is, uh, marketing. Marketing is absolutely humongous. You know, don't wait till day one to, to market, you know, market day negative 500 because before you're even opening, and you, you don't have a following, you don't have anything, you've already lost the game, right? Like you have to build up a clientele. You've got to do things to, to, to get people excited about it. you got to get out, get out there, spread the word uh, well ahead in advance. And there's different marketing outlets out there. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to our, our marketing team. You know, some of the feedback that I get is like, yo, your Instagram is really nice. Like it's really different. And that's, uh, you know, that's thanks to my team. It's funny. Uh, before we had our team, I sent over Paulo one of our first posts that I try to put together on Photoshop, and he's like, "Oh God, you know, like, this is awful." <laughs> and so that's an honest uh, business partner. You need people like that in your life. <laughs> and, and, and and so you know, he's like, you know, there's nothing that can fall short of this business, right, guys? Like, you can't just put like Happy New Year's everyone and just throw the Gray Method logo on the bottom. You got to be creative, right? So even to our posts, we put so much time and effort into our posts. We put so much time and effort into uh, our designs. Like, there's nothing that can really fall short, right? So uh, we hold ourselves accountable to the highest level and everything we touch and everything that we put out there. I, one other thing is I can tell from the way you're talking about this is the team is pretty big. You mentioned you had a, a marketing team and you have your partner, Paulo. I'm wondering, is there any other groups of people involved in the startup of the the business that you um, would want to share you know what man it's crazy like uh throughout the process we've had so many people reach out to us and and help us out like uh, you know we have a couple of videos on our uh, on our instagram and it was done by uh one of our close friends from high school you know super talented he reached out and helped us out um a lot of the photos that we've taken uh, are as a, as a friend of ours from high school as well, and and, and Paulo's elementary school 
who's who's helped us out with that. Our design and, and everything is one of our friends from high school as well. It's it's really you know you'd be surprised when you when you get to this age where you look around where it's like wow you have this skill. Wait, you have this skill? No way! I didn't know you did that. And you're just tapping into your network and and feeding off of each other. And it's exciting because it's like you know they're helping us. They you know they they feel invested and you know I I definitely. Um, ready to build their portfolio with our work and support them. And so right now we, we have a, a marketing team and our actual uh, great method team is also quite large. We have six, uh, uh, five massage therapists, uh, including Paulo, and then two uh, uh, physiotherapists. So we got seven people in, uh, in total and then eight including me. Man, that's awesome. I, um, I wanted to kind of go back a little bit to something important that I think you said, and it was about uh, the cultural aspect of it and making sure that you're thinking about that in your business model itself. I think it was something I was really worried about was that in the business side of things, you can kind of lose the intention with which you started your whole movement, like whatever it is, whether it's a PT clinic or whatever type of side business you're doing, right? I think I really like the way you talked about how the best way to give the highest level of service is to be confident in what you're putting out there right and be confident in um what message you want to convey in the culture and once you if you take your time to make sure that you could develop a strong foundation you can build more success on that right i think that's something really important that that i've learned from from what you said and i think that's like super important so thanks a lot oh, for, course, for sharing that i think it was um yeah, sorry. Go ahead. If you were, no, you know. I I th- I think it's 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 really really important, right? Establishing a culture. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I think I want to refer back to uh, one of my favorite basketball teams. You know, this the San Antonio Spurs, right? What made them successful mm-hmm. is they they established a culture, right? They've established a culture. They found really really successful players, and, and you know, Timmy, Manu, Tony, and then they found pieces around them. Same thing with the clinic. You know, I. I want to be invested in establishing a culture because if I lose my 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 players, if I lose my therapist, I'm losing a big part of, of myself as well. So it's important for me to establish a culture where my therapists are motivated, they're challenged, they have an opportunity to grow and learn, and and, and, and they're having fun while they're doing it too, right? And, and it's 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 key like that. You know, it's things like that where I feel like a business owner will will gloss over where like. You know, you should be thankful that you have a job with me. No, 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 no. That's 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 not how it works. You know, it's it's yeah. it's it's a it's a two way thing. I'm I'm extremely thankful that you're on the team. I've selected you to be a part of the team because I think you are highly skilled. I think you 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 are where the standard should be. And so I'm gonna do what I can to make sure that everyone is happy. And and because when I elevate that experience, you know, it it translates right. Like when you don't like where you're working. You could tell, you know what I mean. You could tell, and uh, the last thing I want to know, uh, last thing I want to to realize is, you know, my therapists are not don't want to work there, and that's, you know, the the absolute rock bottom for me. So, uh, for us, we we put into place different things that we can try to do to make sure that everyone is having a great time at Great Method. Wait, Gavin, I have a question. Since you're such a San Antonio Spurs fan, in this system, who who is Greg Popovich? Is it you or Apollo? <laughs> Good question. You know, you know what? It actually takes 
both of us to do the fusion from Dragon Ball Z to become Greg Popovich. I think, oh, I you know, I think... <laughs> I like I think that answer. Also, Synergy. You know, you know, Paulo has an abundance of knowledge and skill in what he does. You know, his skill level is really, really high, and that's just, you know, it's demonstrated by his following, right? He, he has a huge following of people that um, really... And the thing is, you know, Paulo... It's so hard to book with him too. Right now, he's waitlisted. It's 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 trying to find the time to to get to his patients, and you know he knows that his patients need him, and we're trying to make sure that I'm in the clinic, you know, uh, so he can focus on his treatments. Um, but then I think that there's a lot a lot of a business side and a lot of a sales side to uh, to this to this uh, this practice, and I remind um, our our therapist, you know, about. Things like I mentioned, the art of rebooking, or uh, customer relationships, trust. You know, you know, picking up where you left off in your last appointment, um, making sure that you you put you know notes in your soap notes to help you with that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the last thing I want you to know or to do, for example, a big no-no for me is, you know, not knowing who your your patients are ahead of game day. Right? How are you not going to know who your patients are ahead of game day? Right? It's important to to be prepared. Right? Understand who you're seeing today, and get yourself in that mindset. Okay, yeah, this is where I left off with X Y Z. Okay, yeah, this was what we did in our last treatment. I'm going to focus on this today, and, and get yourself in that in that motions. Like you shouldn't be surprised. Like oh, hey, Prab, like what are you doing here? Okay, yeah, yeah, come on in. Like no, 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 no. Like yeah. you should know well in advance who you who you're seeing. Get your head in the game and execute what well, one quick thing um that i wanted to say before we close off i know that was the the last question but i think something that i think is important for the audience to know is what are some ways or who can you go to for help when trying to finance a new business because i know it can be very expensive to do that and there could be a lot of investment and money and that leads to a lot of risk um, what, what's the best way to go about that? Yeah, no, Michael, I think that's a fantastic question. And, and there's a lot of outlets there to, to go to. I think the first thing, so, you know, when you start this process, you know, uh, if you go to a bank, as an example, as we did, uh, the first thing they ask for is your business plan. Can we look at and review your business plan? Uh, can you build a forecast? Can you build uh, a balance sheet and income statement for the next three to five years? What's your projections, right? So, um, for example, I would I think it's difficult to do that when you don't have any industry experience yet. I think it's great if you go in and like I kind of like what Paulo did. He went in, he went, he he worked at various clinics for about four to five years, and he understood how a clinic works. He understood numbers, like what's a reasonable number of patients people can see in a day, and that helped me build my forecast when looking and. And, and, and building a projection for the rest of the year. Additionally, it allowed him to understand what works well, what, what doesn't work, uh, what's necessary, what's not necessary, and that's what we kind of implemented. But um, once you build your your forecast, you understand the revenue side of things, the expenses, that's totally uh, up to the therapist or due to the owners, right? Like, um, obviously, fixed costs like rent, phone, internet, uh, you know, hydroelectricity, wherever you go, you're going to face that. But, you know, maybe you you want to, you, you, you believe in modality. So you, you're going to have these chairs where you put your feet in and 
you your patients sit and relax for 30 minutes and you think that's going to be that's going to add value to your patients um those chairs are are, are expensive or if you feel that you need uh electrotherapy in your clinic uh, that's going to be uh expensive uh massage beds uh physio are we so we have two physio beds that uh are, are at our clinic and they were you know we we invested in those in those those uh in those tables because uh we know the importance of uh so these tables like uh go up go down if you press a pedal like it's really cool i love them it's, it's uh mm-hmm. I, I i love sitting on them or if i need to catch a breather i'll sneak into one of those rooms and close my eyes for a bit <laughs> but you know it's it's investing in things like that right and um and but the thing is those things are not a surprise you but you you really got to sit down be like okay these are all the things i want to buy like what we did was like even to the t like to the table i would screenshot it and i would put that in my excel schedule be like table you know 299 refer to, to tab two you know and um i we we went in and we did our due, due diligence and like this is what we're spending on what and then we compare that to you know what's our credit facilities looking at what is our equity that we're bringing looking at like, and guys don't ever be surprised right like once you get caught off guard uh it's it's tough to to uh to you know to get back onto your two feet because it's like it's tough right like money can't just come out of anywhere right like it's 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 really tricky and it puts you in a tough position so the more research and the more uh uh due diligence you do in the planning stages it will pay off it will pay huge 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 like you know and i'm gonna i'm gonna lie I, i'm gonna be honest there's gonna be things that are gonna pop up but the minute the more you mitigate that the better right and that comes with planning 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 budget 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 understanding everything that's going to go into your clinic uh going in cataloging that understanding what the costs are what are you eligible for your loans for your investors etc and 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 really spending a lot of time on there and then that's only the expenses side right then it's like your revenue side that's a whole different bargain right like you have therapists come in you know what's your expectation How, you know you have brand new PT, you know, uh, Prab, he's coming in, we've just hired him, what's your expectation for Prab? Right? You, you have no, no, ba- no basis for him, right? So what's your, whoa, what's, what's whoa, your... Wait, why are you hiring Prab though? I thought, I thought we were friends. <laughs> I know, well, he, <laughs> you guys are all coming. You guys are all coming. Uh, it's just, uh, Pr- Pr- Prab's the name I see on the, on the, on the clean feed. So just, like, just, just tell him okay, that. Bro. Just Pratt, tell him that okay. so he stops talking. Don't worry. <laughs> Next best but, PT incoming, grab. <laughs> and uh, no, you I'm guys. Kidding, I'm, my bad. No, no, not at all, not at all. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm so excited that the PT field has three guys like you coming into the game, who have invested in kind of learning from the get go, and you know, you guys seem like great personalities right off the bat, which is humongous in this industry. Knowledgeable and you know, learning, right? Never stop learning. You know, Paulo is uh, just taking a course right now. You know, and it's the more you continuously learn in this industry, you got to continuously learn because if you're still doing the same thing you did two years ago, three years ago as a as a therapist in your treatment methodology, like, man, you're there's something wrong. Right. Like you got to be continuously educating yourself. We're always learning. There's so much resources out there. Uh, push yourself to to build your acumen as much as possible. Um, 
and, and, and be relevant. You know what I mean? That's what's gonna that's what's gonna make you stand out, right? Your treatment methods. That's what's gonna make you stand out. And how are you gonna build and, and have that critical thinking skills? If you're not if you're not educating yourself, that critical thinking is not gonna play a factor and you know, people are gonna, you know, tell you XYZ and you're gonna be like, uh okay. Lay on your back for me. <laughs> it's like yeah. you know, you got you gotta be sharp. You gotta be sharp. And um and you know that comes with experience as well and mm-hmm. uh, but yeah like I think the finance thing is it is it, it seems like a beast it is scary but you know having a team with you and, and mapping it down and, and planning 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 will, will allow for success in the future for sure definitely what I took from that and I think a really big message that you were um, describing there was the team aspect. So it's not just the intradisciplinary, but it's really the interdisciplinary, having a lot of different components to the team, having your marketing team, having your um, PTs, your chiros, your everything, even your accountants. Everyone's going to help you. Everyone has their own experience. Everyone's going to bring value. Right. You won't ever know how to do everything yourself. And I think of course. that's of course. a really important message. So... All in all, you know, make sure you guys hire your accountant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, I, 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 I think you hit the nail. You know, you, you won't be able to do it all. And honestly, Michael, you can't do it all. Like, there's yeah. only so many hours in the day. Like, you know, hey, Gav, we could probably save X, Y, Z costs if we did our own social media. But you know, guess what? It's not going to be great. And I'm going to burn myself out. Right? Yeah. So that's not what I should be focusing on, right? Um, we have talented people, a talented network of people that can handle that for us. We should be investing our time and, and energy in the future. Like, wh- wh- where is this business gonna be in a few months from now? What's our goal? Are we on track? Or if we're not on track, what are the steps that we can put in place to help get us there? That's what, you know, me and Paulo should be focusing on, right? Like, and so, you know, it, it costs money to make money, right? So. Um, don't be afraid to invest in good people because they will pay off. Because if, if you're using your time wisely and you're investing your time in, in other things, it's going to pay dividend for your business. I love it. I love the message. It's beautiful. That's all I can say. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, Fantastic. I love it. And yeah, is before we end it off, is there anything else you wanted to add? Um, just any closing remarks? Anything at all? I, I, I think, you know, uh, the one thing that I'm, I'm seeing is, you know, uh, there's opportunity for for this market, right? Uh, if we look, if we take a step back, our parents at 25 or 26 years old, they were not getting massage treatments or they were not getting physio. So there's a brand new demographic of people, uh, consumers in today's market that we didn't have 20 years ago, right? And there hasn't been uh, a revolutionary piece yet in this market either. There hasn't been an established industry leader in, in X, Y, Z. There's been clinics that are that are coming up and 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 it's it's good, but you know uh, there's opportunity here. And and remember, you know, for all the PTs that it's important to understand that you guys are health healthcare providers first. Absolutely, you know, patients are coming to you. They trust you uh, uh, in your judgment. In your in your skill and your treatment methods for their health, right? And, and it's crucial because there's a lot of severe cases out there. You know, I've had people who've come in that can barely walk that we're trying to help, and and it's beautiful to see them slowly progress. But also remember that you're also 
uh, an entrepreneur, even if it's not your own clinic, you're also still an entrepreneur. And if, if I can leave with one thing, uh, one of my mentors taught me that there's four A's to success. Uh, first, availability. So being available and putting yourself out there uh, to do the job. Second, it's acumen. You gotta know what you're doing. If you're, if you're not confident in your, in your treatment methodology, if you're not confident in, 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 the, in the practice that you're doing, you're not gonna be successful. It's appearance, you know? Uh, it's looking the part, it's being, you know, comfortable in your, in your for example, your gray method uh, swag when you're coming in, repping the, the shirt and being uh, comfortable in your clothes because, you know, uh, if you're doing stretches with your, with your patients, you gotta be ready and, and agile to do that in your clothes as well. And um, affability, um, you, you gotta be liked. You know what I mean? Like, if your patients don't like you, uh, it's not gonna work out, right? So you gotta have that charisma, you gotta have that energy that you bring in to the, to the treatment when you're there. So if, if you can try to remember those four A's, I, you know, I continue to try to do uh, each day, I hope that helps you uh, stay on track and be successful in the future. Thanks so much, man. Thanks for amazing, thanks for yeah. all the tips, all the knowledge that you gave us and everybody listening. I hope you guys learned a lot from that. I, like we definitely, did. I definitely learned a lot. Yeah, hopefully for you sure. did too. Oh, thank you. I, I I really appreciate you guys uh, having me. Um, if, if the viewers don't know, we're recording this at 11 p.m. because I <laughs> pushed this so so far. Uh, these guys have been extremely accommodating. Uh, oh, such a so late. <laughs> such a such a you know young young core of of individuals who are you know super excited to to see where they go in the future so you know future uh great method therapist nonetheless and uh, <laughs> uh we'll lead you got it <laughs> i did it boy Believe. mama i made it <laughs> so, uh, excited excited to see you guys grow and can't wait till you guys enter the into the field thank, thank you man you so much. Really, thank you thanks really so much excited. for coming on we're really excited to see the future of gray method and to all you guys listening follow gray method on instagram at g-r-e-y-m-e-t-h-d i'm gonna put it in the description too but just thank you brother. just to put it there there we go everyone go check it out and that's a wrap thanks a lot guys for tuning in to the pt3 podcast with gavin and we'll see you next time what's up guys Peace.